Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi guys and welcome to another podcast. Now this podcast has got a very interesting title and it's something that I do get asked a lot about and the title is The Differences Between a Good Manager and a Bad Manager. Now we've all had good managers before and but more certainly I think we've all had more bad managers than we have good and if you can remember back to how that made you felt, how that had an impact on your business or currently if you do have a bad manager and you're not sure how to manage that manager. So I'm going to go through 10 pretty standard pretty standard differences between what a good manager is and what a bad manager is. And what I will say is that if you've got a manager in your business and some of these relate to you, then you'll definitely know if you've got a bad manager. But more importantly, knowing is one thing, but more importantly, actually doing something about it um, is even more important. So here we go. Number one, a good manager will actually live up to the values of your business and a bad manager obviously won't. So what are the values? So the values are what is personal to you, what the, the process that you've put them into the business, and these are your, your vision, your values, your customer-defining documents that your business will have. So for instance, our values across all our 10 branches are be better. We want our people to be better, we want our managers to be better, and we want to have a better business. So it is absolutely crucial and critical that our managers live up to these values. If they don't, they're not for us. There's the door. Don't let it hit your ass on the way out. In the politest, obviously, uh, type of, of wording and way, if you like. So we want our managers to always be pushing to be better, pushing their team to be better. Not, you know, pushing them at a breaking point or snapping point or stressing them out. But just those little, small, marginal gains, those little incremental improvements. That's what we're always looking for. The second thing is that they need to manage fairly. So a good manager will manage very fairly. They'll be fair uh, to all their staff and their subordinates. But a bad manager will manage with fear. So they'll be shouting. And listen, I've employed them. And I'm not sure if you guys have, but I've employed the guys or the girls who are scary. They've been there the longest. They're the gobbiest. They the shout the most. And unfortunately, when I was very uh, naive as a business owner, I think that's a fair way to describe my original management and leadership style, naive, because let's face it, nobody starts a business and they're an Alan Sugar or a, a Richard Branson or, or whoever your idols are. So managing with fear is certainly not a way to manage and you know a really good manager will manage fairly. The third one is the difference between situational leadership and micromanagement. So a good manager will look at the situation, look at the individual and decide how they're going to manage that person. So it could be that you manage them with a delegation style. So you just sit, you explain to them, this is what I need. That person has got the capability and the competency and the trust level and the trust factor and the experience. And then you can let go and they can go and do that job. Whereas conversely, a bad manager will micromanage that person. They'll be looking over the shoulder, they'll want daily reports, they'll want minute reports, and that's just not going to get that person um, motivated. It's going to be destructive, and that person, you're not going to get the best out of them. The fourth one is, a good manager will give credit, right? Whereas a bad manager will take the credit. 
So if you've ever been in a team where it was your idea and then your manager goes to the big, big boss or the leader, the CEO, and says, oh, by the way, I've come up with this great idea. That's a bad manager. A good manager will say, oh, but yeah, John, John came up with this idea. It was absolutely brilliant. And what we've done as a team. And another sort of way is if a manager talks about I, I, I all the time to his boss instead of we, we, we. Because when a, a bad manager takes all the credit and talks about themselves, um, you know, it's a very, very sort of easy way to find out if they're a good manager or they're a bad manager. The fifth way or the fifth difference between a good manager and a bad manager is trust. A good manager will trust you and a bad manager will not trust you and will um, be a bit of a control freak. So it's a little bit along the lines of the micromanaging thing again. But it's not just about micromanaging, it's about keeping things personal and keeping things to themselves. Where a bad manager will try and take on everything themselves and try and do everything and, and not let you in to their little circle. A good manager will just be open, will be honest, will have transparency will trust you to do your job, will trust you to tell you things. I'm not talking about the company's secrets or, or anything like that, but I'm just talking about trust you to be able to do a certain action. So trust and control freak, those are very, very two important traits of a good manager and a bad manager, respectively. The sixth difference is that a good manager will be very, very impartial and a bad manager will play favourites. And again, if you've ever worked for somebody and you've had a bad manager, they'll go for tea with certain people. They'll only invite certain people for extracurricular activities or drink down the pub, um, socially distancing, of course. Um, whereas a good manager will just play with a straight bat. They won't play favourites. They'll be very, very fair. And this is something that we are massively, massively uh, play a huge amount of importance on in our company. We, will, we, we explain to them, you can't be friends. You can be friendly, but you can't be friends. And this is to all our managers. Because we have had in the past where certain managers have played, um, they, in their mind, they probably won't say favourites, but it certainly looks that way. And that is where they, they go out for drinks, they go out for meals, they go around certain people's houses. You can't do that in a management. If you want to be a good manager, you have to be completely impartial. And whereas you may think you're being impartial, perception is also what it looks like. So if you're going round two people's houses and you've got a team of six, then it doesn't look impartial. You need to be above and beyond reproach. So it doesn't matter what people, what, what you actually are being, as in you're not being impartial, or sorry, you are being impartial, it's what it looks like. And a good manager will always take that um, under consideration. So it doesn't matter if you are being the most impartial person in the world, if you're still going round one or two people's houses or out for drinks or going out for cigarette breaks or going out for dinner all the time with this particular person, then that can get brought up and that needs nipping in the bud. So just be impartial. Don't go for these cigarette breaks or drinks or meals or whatever. Be completely, completely open. Um, seventh thing is that a good manager has clear direction. So they know exactly where they're going. They know exactly what they're doing. Um, whereas a bad manager will be very, very foggy. They'll be They'll dilute things. It won't sound clear that you won't really get that clarity of direction or clarity of focus from them they'll be talking about things that don't make sense they'll be giving you unclear obtuse sort of instructions and you really don't know where you are clarity of management is incredibly important in any business leadership 
in fact. It's a very important in, to have a leader, to know the direction you're going in and who's going and the assets needed. So it gets everybody and it pulls everybody on board. So clarity is in, in, in clear direction is incredibly important. Um, the eighth one is that a good manager will always, always lead by example. So they will be first in, they'll be last out, they'll be achieving the results that they're asking you to achieve. They won't just be saying, yep, go get them results and then they'll go sit um, you know, in the back office playing um, solitaire or playing Candy Crush or whatever games they play. Whereas a bad manager won't lead. That is what a bad manager will be doing. So leading from the front is one massive way to get respect from people. Um, in the First and Second World War, a lot of the, uh, the, the non-commissioned officers, the NCOs, the higher rankings, didn't get the respect that they felt they deserved. And that was because they weren't on the front line. Whereas the sergeants, um, you know, they really led from the front. And that's what endeared the, the soldiers to them because they were there in the trenches. Hence the, the phrase, in the trenches, um, comes to pass. And they were the ones leading the guys. Yes, they had the orders. Yes, they, they weren't the person making the orders, but they could influence them to a certain degree. But they were the ones on the ground in the trenches leading from the front. And that's what your manager should do. As a side note, I am totally fine with the fact that some of my staff have a better relationship with the managers and that the managers have a better relationship with my MD than I have with them. My job as the leader and owner of the business is not to have a relationship and not to be that close with my staff. That's what I employ other people to do. So when you are a business owner, don't feel threatened if your staff look up and look at your manager and your MD, if you're that size, more than they do you. Don't feel threatened and don't allow that to force you back into the business to micromanage. You know, there are, there's a hierarchy up there. And, you know, as so long as the hierarchy is, is followed to the benefit of the business and your business is moving forward, then who cares if somebody in accounts has a better relationship with your MD than you? Who cares if your, your sales negotiator or your portfolio manager or the, or the cleaner or whoever gets on with the manager better than they do you? That's just fine. You know, similarly, you get on with your bank manager a lot better than your sales negotiator. You'll get on with your accountant a lot better than the cleaner does. So don't worry about it. It's all about having that balance. Number nine is a good manager will always have tough conversations. You know, tough conversations are needed in business, whether it's non-performing staff, whether it's uh, decisions and, and difficult conversations with customers and clients and stakeholders, contractors, whoever it may be. A good manager will not avoid them, whereas a bad manager will just wimp away, slither under the rock and just be a bit of a wimp, bit of a coward because they want to avoid them. And the last, but certainly no means least, difference between a good manager and a bad manager is a good manager will be incredibly proactive, whereas a bad manager will be reactive. Bad managers will, will uh, wait for things to happen and then they will react in the way that they see fit and normally that's with panic stress and if your leadership as in this manager is is stressed and shows cracks and shows a weakness then how do you think that's going to look to the people that they are managing they are saying it's fine for me to be stressed and panicky and mourning and twisting then it's okay for you to do the same that's why a leader always has to lead by the front and you can class managers in that in that category as well manager always leads from the front always is proactive, never shows stress as best as they possibly can, communicates well, because again, it makes it easy for you to manage people and, and set expectations if that's how you're leading the team. If you're stressed a bit and you're effing and blinding and 
you know, throwing things around and your toy comes out, your toys come out the pram and your dummy comes out because you're twisting and complaining. That is just saying to your staff, if I can do it, it's okay. And even if you do tell them that's not acceptable, they will turn around and say, well, you know, you do it, so why can't I do it? What do you say to that? You can't say anything. So make sure that how you want your staff to react and behave and perform, then you have to be- behave, act and perform even better than they do. So guys, I hope that has been useful, the difference between good and bad managers. There are going to be other differences. I could expand on other points, but to be fair, I didn't want this to be a four-hour podcast episode on the difference between good and bad managers. So I hope that gets you, you know, the wheels turning in your head. And any comments, just get in touch with me in the usual ways, and let's catch up soon.